Shalom to all. Today's office is Kalayim Chaf Aleph, and we are starting Chaf Amud Beis, about four lines off from the bottom, with a brand new halacha, halacha Zayin, and in the Vilna Tzurah Sadaf, it's near the end of Yud Aleph Amud Aleph, and today's office sponsor, Le'ili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the mission tells us, Horeza Lassu Sadeo Karachas Karachas Mikolmen. Someone wants to make his field different patches, and in each patch, or in each unit, he has different meaning planted. So what does he do? Oisa Esen Rabba Karachas Lebeisa. He takes an area of Beisa, which we've said previously is a man of land that a saw of grain is planted in, and he divides it into 24 equal units. Mikarachas base raiva. That means every unit, every karachas, is a base raiva, which means it could hold a quarter of a kav. And he could plant any min inside that he wants. So that means that in the area of Beisa, he could plant a quarter of a kav worth of 24 different minim. And since these are clearly distinguishable from each other, we have 24 units clearly separate from each other. We can have 24 minim planted here, and there's no kalayim. Chafal Fahm Ralph on the top of the mission continues. If he wants to plant one min and two of these units, meaning he doesn't want to plant 24 individual minim, he wants to plant 23 minim, and in two of these units, he wants to plant the same min. So Zaren Chardal, he has to plant mustard in those two units. However, Shalish, if he wants to take three units and plant them with the same thing, he's not allowed to plant it with mustard, because now it's going to look like a mustard field, and then the other minim are going to be kalayim. That's our mayor's opinion. However, only nine units are mutter, meaning he's only allowed to plant nine individual minim here, but ten is usur, meaning in this area of the base saw, he's not able to plant ten separate minim, only nine. He tells us, even if the field that we're talking about is a base core, which is the size of 30 saw, so we're talking about a mammoth field over here, he's only allowed to make it one unit, which means he's only allowed to plant one thing inside this massive field. Now the Gemara analyzes the Chamim, quote from the Mishnah, so the Gemara tells us, Rav Chizkiah says the name of Rav Yasa, who says, B'Shem Rav Yechanan, Al-Raisha, the Chama are arguing with the Raisha of the Mishnah in regards to how many Minim were allowed to plant in the field, but they're not arguing in regards to this whole mustard case that we just mentioned. Now the Gemara clarifies Shittas Rav Meir and Chachamim. Rav Meir, Aymer, Shittas Rav Meir is that Afilu Chavusha is Afilu Smuchais. Even if these various Minim are surrounding the other ones or they're right next to the other ones, there's not a problem. As we said, we could take a base saw and divide it up into 24 different units and plant a different Min in each and every unit, even though these various Minim are right next to or surrounding other Minim, they're still no issue of Kalayim, because again, they're clearly distinguishable from the other ones. However, Rabbanon Amri and the Rabbanon hold, the only way these minim are allowed to be planted is if they're not Chavosh and they're not Samach, and that's why we're only able to plant nine. So now the Gemara asks, hey Chavida, so how is it done? Practically, how do we take this base saw and divide it up in a way that we can plant only nine minim? Then none of these minim are going to be Chavosh, are going to surround or be Samach next to the other minim. So now we're going to read the following Gemara in two different ways. First, we're going to read it according to the picture drawn in the Pnei Maisha, and then we're going to read a quarter of Chaim Kanievsky. So according to the picture drawn in the Pnei Maisha, this is how it's set up. Tlas, Utarti, Vachada, Utarti, Vachada. We'll have three, and then two, and then one, and then two, and then another one. So take a look at the picture drawn in Pnei Maisha. This base saw has to be divided up into 25 different units, not 24. So we see we have a grid over here of five by five. The top row has three, the next one has two, then one, then another two, then another one. And here we have nine mean implanted. Now the reason why Chaim Kanievsky argues with this is because if you take a look at the third row where there's just one planted in it, that would be considered chavosh. That's completely surrounded on all four sides by other minim because on all four corners of this middle one, there's a different one planted, two above and two below. So that's chavosh. Therefore, Chaim Kanievsky sets this up totally different. And now let's read the Gemara according to him. So the Gemara says, Hey Chavida, how this be set up according to the Chachamim? The answer is, Tlas, we have three rows of the following. Tarti v'chada, tarti v'chada. 
two and one, two and one. So it's three rows of two and one, two and one. What does that mean? So take a look at the bottom of your Gemara. If you're using the eyes of Hadar Gemara, you'll have this picture. And you have the picture labeled Bays. And in this we see that the base saw is divided into 24 units, not 25. And it's set up as a six by four, six rows of four units each. So take a look at the top row. The first and last unit in that row are shaded in, which means they're planted. And then diagonally below that second unit, we have another unit planted. That's a description of Tarti Vachada. We have two planted and then another one, meaning that one is diagonally below number two. Now go to row three. Once again, we have the same thing. We have this Tarti Vachada. We have the first and the last units in the row planted, and then diagonally below that second unit, we have another unit planted. And then go to the fifth row over here. This is our third one, which is Tarti Vachada. Again, we have the first one and the last one planted, and diagonally below the last one, we have another one planted. That's our explanation of Talas. We have three sections of Tarti Vachada, two and one, Tarti Vachada, two and one. And in this way, none of the units planted are either Samach to other things or Chavush by other things, surrounded by other things. And Chafal Farmbez on top, we go on to brand new Halacha, Halacha Ches. The Mishnah says, Kalshu Besaych Beis Raiva, Oil of Amidas Beis Raiva. Anything that's within the base Raiva that's necessary to separate in between two fields is counted as part of that base Raiva. As we've learned previously, if we have two fields planted near each other, let's say wheat and barley, we have to have a full base Raiva in between them. That's 10 and a bit Amas by 10 and a bit Amas. And the Chiddush over here is that as long as there's this base Raiva of space in between these two Minim, even though one's not able to cultivate all 10 Amas, it's still considered a proper separation. For example, says the Mishnah, Achilas HaGefen, literally this means the space that a grapevine eats up. This refers to when there's a single vine planted, there needs to be six Sixth fachim of space all around it in order to work the vine and in order that there's not going to be any kalayim issues. So even though this area can't be cultivated, it's still considered part of the base raiva separation. Furthermore, of a hakever, if there's a grave over there, we know that a grave is asurbana, so one wouldn't be allowed to plant on top of it. Still, it's considered to be part of the base raiva separation. And v'hasela, if there's a rock, I learned me this base raiva. All these count as the midah, the base raiva, as is ten by ten ama separation. Now, what needs this separation of ten by ten? Tvua betvua base raiva grain next to grain needs a full base raiva. And again, as we said, this is referring to two fields of grain next to each other. We already learned previously that if a person wants to plant just a row of two different types of grain, the separation only needs to be two amas. However, Yark Biyark says the Mishnah, if we're planting two species of vegetables next to each other, shisha tfachim, that only needs six tfachim. Tvua biyark, biyark betvua, base raiva, but if we're planting grain next to vegetables or vegetables next to grain, we need to have a full base raiva. However, Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Yezer says, yark betvua, vegetables next to grain, shisha tfachim, that only needs six Vachim. Now, what about the following? Let's say there's grain leaning on grain, or vegetable leaning on vegetables, or and this means that there was the requisite separation in between them. However, the stalks of grain, for example, grew so tall, they leaned over and bent over until they're somewhat intermingled with each other. Everything's mutter over here, because since we have the proper separation, even though they're leaning on each other, that's not considered kalayim. Except for Greek gourd, since it has a very tall stalk with large leaves and it gets intermingled with the thing that it's leaning on top of, it really looks like an abrovia, it looks like it's planted together, and that would be an issue of kalayim even though we have the requisite separation. Rabbi I mean, Rabbi says, Afa Kishos Mitri. This Chumar would apply to Kishos and Pola Mitri as well. However, Rabbi says, I see their words more than mine, meaning she's a Chum and makes more sense than mine, and therefore the only issue would be Delas Yavanis. Now the Gemara tells us, Rabbon Barchiyah says, B'Shem Rabbi Zeira, Shanu, this is only taught, Ela Achilas Hagafen. This space around the grapevine is counted as part of the base Raiva. Hagafen Atzma Loi, but the place where the grapevine itself is, that's not counted as part of the base Raiva. That can't be factored in. 
And Lama, why is that? Because that area itself is Asr Bano. One is not allowed to plant different men where the grapevine itself is located, because that's Kalayim. And since that area of land is Asr Bano, it's not counted as part of the base Riva. As the Gemara, Chav Bezom Ralph on top, Kever Asr the Mishnah mentions a grave, and that's Asr Bano. As we had said, one's not allowed to plant on top of a grave, and the Mishnah says it is counted as part of a base Riva. So Gemara answers no. Kever, any Suri Nikr. The Isra of the Kever is not recognizable. When a different person walks by the field, they can't tell that there's a Kever here necessarily. So since that area of land is not recognizable that it's Asr Bano, it would be counted as part of the base Riva. As opposed to the grapevine, where everyone could see that there's a vine over here, that's recognizable, and therefore it wouldn't be counted as part of the base Riva. But the Gemara is asking, This sixth Fachim of Achilas Hagafen that's necessary to work the grapevine, that's not Asr Bano? Of course it's Asr Bano. As we explained in the Mishnah, one's not allowed to plant in this area because it's too close to the vine and there would be a problem of Kalim over there. So what's the difference between the vine itself or the area around the vine? Both of them are Asr Bano. So Gemara answers, you're right, Elok Rabbi Shmal. The Mishnah's like Rabbi Shmal. Rabbi Shmal, Amr Rabbi Shmal says, There is no Chiv to have this area of six Fachim around a single vine. Rabbi Shmal holds that only if we have five vines next to each other, then we require a six Tafach area of land all around it that's not to have anything planted in it. Whereas a single vine does not need this area around it. Maybe people usually leave the six Tafach area around it, but it doesn't need it, Me'ekar Halacha, and therefore, this six fachim around the single grapevine are not considered Asr not to plant in, and that's why they would be counted as part of the base Riva, as opposed to the vine itself, where even according to Rabbi Shmuel, one is not allowed to plant anything right over there, and that's why it's not counted as part of the Cheshbin. Now, the next eight words, Vahare Kever Asr Banaya, Kever Aini Nikar, is not part of the Girsa, so we're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.